Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. If you're new to the show, this is best listened to from the beginning, from the first episode to now. If you're an Apple podcast, you're in the right spot. And if you're not, that's all right. Just download every episode and sort them oldest to newest. We're starting off March 15th. And in the last episode, we heard how we had four gigs. We had a whole month at this one bar, and this is the last one. It's March 22nd, last night at the Spur, last night for Lee. The decision has been made to fire Lee after tonight's gig. It's a sad but necessary thing. After some discussion, it is determined that it's Dave's turn to fire the drummer. If you remember, John fired Bob, Kevin fired Jesse, and Dave has recently gone through some assertiveness training at work, and he feels this would be a nice final exam to his training. We look forward to a band without Lee, but no one enjoys hurting Lee's feelings. Well, maybe except John. The band sets up in record time. It's nice to be able to sit down for a full 45 minutes before we play. And as usual, I know it's shocking, it's cold in the Tangled Spur, and Lee is sitting apart from the band. The first two sets are tight, and they sound good. This one has fan Jeff Rollins greeting the band in between sets. It's Jeff's birthday. Happy birthday! And he came to the Tangled Spur because he knew we were going to be there. He is on fire about the band. He has his picture taken with the band, which is a slight hint of irony as, well, that picture is going to be outdated at the end of the night. Uh, He tells Dave how he came in a few weeks ago, and when he saw that we weren't there, he turned around and walked out. At one point, Jeff took a flyer and notices that Seth's name is missing. It was an old flyer design that was mistakenly given to the Tangled Spur. And upon filling in the missing blanks on the flyer, Jeff walks into the bathroom. Now, while Jeff is still within listening distance, Lee blurts out, What a freak! What, what, what? Yeah, nice. That's right, Lee. One thing we don't want is people who really think we kick ass. Jeff hands Seth his address and wants to be put on our mailing list. Mental note to Dave. Start a mailing list. The drumming is all over the place. Lee stops the song Little Rock for the second week in a row in the wrong place. His playing has been taking a steady decline for the past few months, regardless of any comments from the band, such as slow down in a slow song. With this kind of playing, he's really going to make tonight's dismissal easy. By the third set, the band's batteries start to go a little low. You know, a few slip up here and there, and Dave goes into la-la land during Ain't Going Down Till the Sun Comes Up. Dave also gets distracted as Chris decides to dance with a scumbag. John draws a blank in My Maria. My Maria goes over very well at this bar after kind of falling flat at Cappy's. John's wife, Rhonda, surprises us all as she jumps up on stage and sings backup during the song Mercury Blues. It turns out this whole bar is Aaron Tippin's biggest fan. So the band pulls Ain't Nothing Wrong with the Radio and Working Man's PhD right out of their butt. The crowd is much more rock-oriented and wants to hear Sweet Home Alabama Of course they do. Or really, any Leonard Skinner song. We probably should learn at least one frickin' Skinner tune. We have groups of drunken men who are blitzed, strutting their drunkenness on the dance floor. One guy actually performs the watermelon crawl. And at the end of the evening, many stop to tell us how good we are. That's cool. 
the band rips down in record time and gets back to the house. A dark cloud looms over the house. In the basement, the band distributes the $275 they made at the Tangled Spur. And we basically, the different members, perch themselves on different speakers and such. They all stare at the floor. It's time for Dave to fire Lee. There's a brief pause. And then Dave starts his speech. Now, this is actually transcribed as we get into this. But uh, Dave wants to avoid any arguing. He doesn't want to hurt Lee, but kind of knows this will. And rather than tell him he sucks, Dave decides to focus that he just doesn't, well, fit in with the band's vision. When he opens his mouth, again, this is what came out, and you'll hear why I have this transcript in just a second. Dave. Well, we do have some band news to talk over here, and basically, Lee, it deals mainly with you. Um, the fact that you used to beat us here to practice, well, that time is no more. Lee nods in agreement. There was a time, in all honesty, that you knew the songs better than me and Kevin and John, who've been playing them for months, and that time is no more. Lee answers, uh-huh. There was a time when, you know, your attitude, your, you're a lot happier to be in this band than some of us were, and I don't know, lately... It just doesn't seem that way. And then it's like lately, uh, the last couple of weeks, especially last week, I know you said that one thing to the one customer about, you know, you better get on your knees and pray for a freaking miracle if we're going to learn a new song. And yet you were the one that months ago I heard come out of your mouth say, you know, this is a business and we have to treat it like a business. So we thought about this a lot. We talked it over as a band. And you're a good drummer, and, and you're going to kind of fit. But basically, we, we just don't think we can move forward with with your attitude. And, and not so much your attitude. You're, 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 you're just, it's a difference of opinion on how to run the band. And basically, we want to basically divide up the drum set, give you the cymbals, give you your cymbals, and, and, and thank you for your time that you've been with us. Um, Lee says, you give me my drum heads too then? You get nothing! Dave, well, the, the drum heads, you, you basically wore them out. Lee, oh. I mean, you're basically leaving the drum set the way you found it, is, is basically how we want to do that. Lee, whatever. Dave, um, you know, it, it's like I said, you're, you're, you're just the... The direction we want to go, we just don't think that that's where you want to go from your actions and and things like that. So with that, and there's a long pause, Lee. So in other words, I'm terminated. Dave, pretty much, yeah. Lee, all right, well. Well, it turns out that Lee has the band symbols at his house. And while we had hoped to make this the last interaction with Lee, there's going to be one more. There's going to be some sort of swapping of equipment. This will happen this week sometime. Lee goes upstairs. A silence fills the air. The four remaining members stare at each other. It's over. The band is slightly puzzled at the lack of fight. It made things easy. Lee didn't offer up one, not one excuse. He didn't bleed. There wasn't anything. He uttered the typical drummer response to getting fired. 
whatever. Back in January 15th of 1996, the first thing that Jesse said when he got fired was, whatever, do what you want. Upstairs, the band discusses the actions taken with Maria and Chris. Dave had recorded the firing, again, the assertiveness training, and thought that, well, if this went bad, he could use it as a learning tool. I'm such about the education, apparently. We all feel bad, more for the fact that Lee is kind of, well, used to being fired. He's gone through quite a few jobs during his stay. More on that in a second. The band tries to make themselves feel better by reminding it was Lee's actions that he chose to do repeatedly that led us to him being fired. The lack of rebellion in his response leads everyone to believe that he really didn't want to be in this band. We recall some of his biggest blunders, again, possibly trying to make ourselves feel a little better. We talk about the fact that Ron, the awesome drummer from a few weeks back, has turned us down. He has given us a number of a high school student, not. Dave will be in touch with Jack Beam this week. Kevin will be getting a number for the drummer of the band Little Country, who has recently quit. We have a few leads, so we're not too worried. We know in the long run, this will be for the best. With a glimpse of Ron, we also know how much better we can become. We're all glad to have a break, and this will give us a chance to rework the song list, scout the competition and bars, and get ready for our next move. Our next gig is May 31st for some outdoor festival. We will also start planning for Kevin's departure later this summer. Now, I'll scan this. I had actually, it looks like I made a chart here in PowerPoint that shows the number of days for each drummer. So, Dale lasted a whopping 14 days. Bob, the guy who was like Santa Claus, lasted 44 days. Jesse lasted 124. And Lee, at this point, was the longest at 368. March 25th, Jack Beam comes to jam. Jack comes over to audition for a temporary position. His attitude is awesome, as is his playing. He's just as talented as Ron. And if you remember, in a previous episode, I mentioned how I heard the band Phoenix and there was an impressive drum solo. That was Jack. So with Jack's positioning being, I want to be temporary, it really makes no sense for him to join at this point. We still have time to find a drummer. It's just too bad that he couldn't join for real. The band has to put out an extra $22 for drum gear, which would be sticks and a hi-hat clutch to replace the stuff that Lee forgot to leave behind. Later in the week, Lee calls Kevin to again stress how he wants his drum heads back. Kevin tells him to call John. John basically says that Lee stole our clutch and that we're just going to call it even. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. This should be the last we hear of Lee. And that is also the last for season three of the history of the band Six Shooter. I want to thank you so much. I'll be back in a couple weeks. I I like to have nine or ten episodes in these when I put them out. I've been getting a lot of great feedback, so thank you so much for that. Our website is historyofsixshooter.com. You can go out there and subscribe, and the minute the next episodes are available, they will hit your app. You can also pick up a History of Six Shooter t-shirt and support the show. Thank you so much for listening. 
Take care, and we'll be back real soon with Season 4 of the History of the Band Six Shooter.